Hello, everybody. It's Kirk Henderson and Josh Bow coming to you with a special weird edition of Mavs Moneyball After Dark. Now, we're coming to you after the Mavericks win a game against the Denver Nuggets, 113-97. to uh, It was a lot more going on in just the game tonight. I think uh, we're going to circle back to what the postponement uh, suspension of the season at large might mean, might mean for the Mavericks. Uh, and really just kind of talk this out in the, in the second half of the pod. But first, we're going to um, start with the the game in general. So it was a really odd-feeling game. Kristaps uh, Porzingis did not play, and that basically, you know, uh, Willie Cauley-Stein was able to play tonight. Darrell Wright played a huge chunk of minutes. Justin Jackson played a chunk of minutes. It was one of the oddest games I can remember seeing in totality in a long time. Uh, Boban Marjanovic was the man of the hour with 31 points, which I believe is his career high, including and 17 rebounds, including nine offensive boards. He was really special tonight against his countryman, uh, Nikola Jokic. Uh, Luka Doncic also played a really uh, solid game despite uh, missing f- his first five free throws, <laughs> which resulted in like just like a panic attack from me mid game. Um, it was it was something, you know, this the Mavs somehow stave off being the they're the only team in the NBA to not lose three games in a row beating the Nuggets uh, if the season resumes. This is a big win. I'm I'm really pleased for the Mavericks in the microcosm of this season. Uh, were you able to catch any of the game tonight? Uh, I caught bits and pieces. Uh, we went out to me and uh, Megan, and my wife. We went out to dinner tonight. Uh, so I caught bits of it, and then I got home. Basically, the the suspension news happened, so I kind of shifted focus. So I, I caught kind of a little bit of the Boban experience. Saw some of what Luca was doing because I think he he was hot from three early. Uh, I know Maxi hit a couple of threes like in the first half, and then like I'll just be honest. Once the news hit and we got done with dinner and I got home, it was so much. It was just like it was just bizarre. Like that to watch a game go on after that news. Uh, it was just it was just kind of crazy, and it was kind of crazy how you know the Mavs still played like really hard. <laughs> like it. I don't know. It's just, it's really hard for me to describe because this is literally, I've never experienced anything like this, you know, covering the sport and and watching the Mavs. Well, okay. I lied. I said, we're going to talk about the game. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do this. No, you're right. I don't know how to do this because (laughs) this is quite literally unprecedented. Midway through uh, probably the first quarter, essentially what happened for anybody that was tuned out for the evening Essentially what happened was the Mavericks started playing at 7 p.m. Central. In the middle of the first quarter, it was reported that the start to the Nuggets Jazz game, I'm sorry, Thunder Jazz game, which was in Oklahoma City, was to be, it was essentially decided that the game was going to be postponed. It was kind of a uneasy situation with reporters tweeting out, you know, that things were moving uh, rapidly and we didn't really know what was going on. Then all of a sudden it is reported by Sham Sharnia of the athletic and stadium that Rudy Gobert tested positive for COVID-19. Now we are not doctors. I have been reading a ton about this. I'm not going to say anything about this particular disease because I don't want to misspeak. If I'm, if it should be coronavirus, I apologize, but essentially 
that was determined to have happened. And within moments, the NBA decided to suspend the season. Now, the NBA has been in discussions about what to do about this as this, you know, frankly, it is considered a pandemic uh, is spreading across the country. Um, So something like this was at once shocking and not shocking. I think the timing of it all was was what really you know concerned me at the moment because we didn't know whether they were going to continue playing this particular Mavericks game once this happened. Uh, teams go to halftime. They come back out. It has been made clear that everyone in both organizations understands what's going on, and they agreed to continue playing the game. Now, I think that feels a little weird to some people, but at the point of what has happened with a contagious disease, if you've already ran into some guys who have it 20 times, doing it 20 more times is really not – it feels like it, it felt kind of strange to end in the middle of the game. Um, I'm sure that is a decision that will be criticized and rightfully so, but it, it, you know, they, they continued playing in the second half, uh, Mark Cuban went on the air and answered, you know, gave about a three minute, uh, interview that was really good where he talked about, you know, what's happening at large, kind of the league decision-making process addressed the, you know, part-time nature of a lot of the people that come in at work, those NBA games that may not have work for some time. Uh, frankly, he's the first NBA owner that I know that has even, you know, mentioned that sort of thing, because this has been a concern for kind of the public at large for people who don't have, you know, salaried work. Um, and then from there, it, you know, the game just kind of played itself out where both, you know, it was very interesting. Doris Burke was on the call. She's obviously phenomenal. And she waff, She basically went back and forth talking about the quality of the game because the game was actually really fun paired with what was happening, uh, you know, in, in terms of the news making stuff. So I just I don't the closest thing I can compare this to in terms of just a gripping sense of what is happening was when I was in high school in 2001 and the Twin Towers were hit. Obviously different levels of what of what the heck. But in terms of a live news event, I don't remember anything like this. Like, like I was gripped to my phone while having the game turned up really loud so I can know what was happening. Anyways, I've talked for like four minutes straight. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's so, it's, it's just, yeah, it's baffling. It was definitely one of those things where it, the news broke out when we were still at dinner. So I drove mm. home with my phone, you know, safely. <laughs> you know, in the, in the, in the glove box, not in the glove box, but in the cup holder. And I just was like wanting to know what was going on. Um, it was just, it's bizarre. And Kirk, I just kind of, I'm sorry. I just saw these quotes from Rick Carlisle, um, Rick Carlisle on the news during the third quarter. That was certainly, this is from Tim, ESPN, Timmy man, but you know, all the, all the reporters in the building are tweeting this. Um, this was certainly good information to have for this game. Uh, when he got the news ascended, we played guys a little bit longer. He's raving about Boban Marjanovic and calls this one of the best regular season wins of his career. Um, Rick Carlisle says all the Mavs, uh, have been told is to stay in Dallas games are suspended. Team activities are not <laughs> just, this is so weird, right? Like, <laughs> Like that's such a Rick thing to be like. It is such a Rick thing. This is just a great so, way. Like people are. <laughs> we we people don't know how to. Die. We're just not equipped to cope with this sort of stuff. Right. Not only right. as people, but as like media semi professionals and as coaches. Um. You and I have laughed because everybody seems to to 
it's either people are taking this extremely seriously or I've no idea how to respond to it. Like that's really the way this is going. And, you know, there was another news like basketball related news incident tonight. Uh, Fred Hoiberg, uh, who coaches, I want to say for university of Nebraska had to leave the game. He was coaching in the big 10 tournament because he basically was about ready to pass out. And he had, you know, the fluish like symptoms guys, what, what, you know, this is, gosh, this is a sports podcast. I don't want to be ridiculous, but this, this is an issue with America, like American male masculinity culture. Like don't be a moron. That's my advice. You feel sick. Stay home. Don't go shaking people's hands. <laughs> that, I know. Was, that was the killer at the end of the game. These guys have all been brief. They know what's happening. And, you know, I know they've been running into each other for, you know, three hours playing a basketball game, but watching all the team guys from both teams shake hands and hug, I'm just like, what are we doing? <laughs> all right. It's yeah, it's and it's a lot of like, oh, man, we are a sports podcast. I don't even know what to say, but it's like, you know, we just uh, our instinct right now is to like when when we hear new serious new like the jokes, the memes like, you mm-hmm. know, the Rudy Gobert like playing a joke like, he, you know, I know he's a. He's a pretty big idiot for doing that, but you know, he didn't do it maliciously, but that's just kind of the culture of like how we respond to things right now mm-hmm. is to just put our heads down and try not to believe experts. That that's are telling so us let's things. actually talk about what you're referencing. So yeah. two days ago during a kind of, I guess like media availability with Rudy Gobert, he ended by more or less mocking coronavirus and then proceeded to touch just about anything he could and two days later he comes down with coronavirus and it's like it's so upsetting the only response is to laugh because it's just i i can't there's there's not a worse thing a person could do other than if he was to go like mouth kiss half the reporters it's going to be one of these things where you know depending on how how you know bad this outbreak gets He's going to be remembered for that like forever. Like that's part of his legacy now. He's the yeah. guy who not only got the first test, which obviously, you know, catching a communicable disease is no like that does not happen uh, at the fault of a person. But right. then downplaying it and proceeding to then probably give it to a lot of people is insane and give it to a lot of people that do not and have gave the it same to more res- people but also do not have the same resources that he has to get that sorted out as quickly as possible you know right right and the way you know now for some reckless speculation for me this is what i believe is on the docket so what will happen next is the nba will figure out a a testing procedure. Now, if you followed the news at all, the testing is really what has been the problem because testing has been challenged. Like the tests have been challenging to make. There have been numerous mistakes made along the way by government officials. And from what I have done in my reading, the tests are simply challenging to make correctly uh, because this is such a new virus and figure it, it, I don't mean to misspeak, so if if I'm wrong, please somebody correct me. But you wrap all these things together, and and what you have is a situation where people are unsure what the right steps are. So I believe the NBA will do its absolute best to come up with sort of a testing um, plan. Then they will test the entire league, 
and then they will see what is happening kind of in the, in the, you know, in the country. And then they may resume play after, you know, at least a month. That's kind of where I think things are at the moment. I don't know what that means for the long term. I don't, it, it, it's just really hard for me to believe that the NBA will actually go away for the year. Uh, it's dark and, and, you know, we shouldn't, you know, I, I hate to talk about money feels kind of gross, but like that is a factor. The players will not want to leave money on the table. Neither will the owners. These guys like playing basketball. Most of them. It's why they do it for a living. So there's, it's, it's just very, this is just such a peculiar situation. Yeah. I just, yeah, I kind of feel that same way. Like it, it feels like it's still kind of surreal to think that they're not going to play games again for the rest of the year or for the rest of this season, but they kind of just got to get it taken care of and they got to take it seriously. And, and I know this is stupid, but like with the Gobert stuff, like they just, they have to do everything's possible, not just because it's like the, like what they need to do, but like, man, they just owe it to like, they just owe it to the people that, you know, support them and that work for them. Like, you know, so many people could be affected by this with, you know, with Gobert being infected and talking to people and putting his hands on phones and him playing games. And it's just a big mess. And I'm so out of depth trying to talk about this. Uh, you're doing a great job. I'm still kind of like befuddled and not sure what to say. And I'm sorry, Kirk, I'm still giggling. Like everything you're saying is correct. And I agree with you and, and you're making great points, but I'm still giggling at Rick Carlisle talking about how impressive his team win was tonight. And I'm just like, it's going to be the damned zombie apocalypse in like 30 years. And Carl's going to be like grinding a grinding out a 198 win and being like man we played great defense tonight we needed this while the fucking rooftops are on fire across the country like no it is it is it's you have to like you have to find things to laugh about in situations where where you're upset and and this is one of this is simply one of those things i mean i've not posted anything about this in days because i have a penchant for saying dumb shit stuff in in slacks and in texts and in dms but i've tried so hard the last three years to not like air my takes publicly and i have been skeptical at minimum of this because i did not understand a lot and mm-hmm. I spent a good chunk of today. I really like data. So I've spent a good chunk of today reading things. There's a lot of really interesting articles written by people who are mainly trying to educate. So much of our news these days can arguably fall into like infotainment, where all news is covered like sports. And it can be really corrosive to to what you know, goes on in your head because every, like, there's no such thing as unbiased coverage, nor should there be. But sometimes in a situation like this, you just want to read facts. So I've read three, four, five articles from doctors today about, you know, virologists, how do you say it? Viru, I can't say the word, but basically, you know, doctors and who know crap about viruses. And there's, we're not getting correct information downstream as a, you know, kind of as a country, I think it's safe to say. And 
that is is you know bothersome in its own right and when you read about a lot of this stuff and you 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 learn from experts about why it's important to i think it's like like bend the curve in terms of you know stopping these public gatherings so that we can decrease the amount of transmissions it's really straightforward and it's really simple and part of me is almost glad the nba has decided to suspend the season because you have to you know, I'm a parent of a toddler and you have to sometimes do things that make sure like protect your toddler from himself. Yep. And this is one of these instances where even though we're a very free society, we have to tell people you we are protecting you from yourself, even though you might not, you know, you might not catch this. Or if you do catch this, which seems to be the case with Rudy Gobert, you might not feel the impacts because you know it seems to affect different demographics in age very differently and people that already have compromised systems so i know we god i said we weren't going to talk about this but i think it i i think these sort of things matter for the context and you know one of the things that's that that they discussed in the game was you know uh, doris burke said are you know sh she went and asked players like are you guys talking about this and apparently players on both benches said it is all we talk about which makes me comfortable in the sense of it is all I am talking about. Right. All, so I hope you people listening to this don't want to, you know, call me a moron. I am a moron for different things, but like Josh and I are just kind of working through our feelings ourselves and you guys are listening to it because you like us for some reason and we're appreciative. So uh, again, I'm rambling. Yeah. And it's just, you know, <clears throat> you have to, you have, like you said, you have to do, you have to do what's best. And even if that means like, just in a situation like this overreaction is better than underreaction. Like mm -hmm. it's just, you either it's like if you nip it in the bud and you're like, man, why are they doing this? And then if everything turns out, okay, at worst, it's like, you know, for a lot of people it'll be, you know, we were mildly inconvenienced for a little bit. Um, I do feel for, I have a lot of, I have like a handful of close friends that are their main source of income is the gig economy. And in the last, three weeks their yearly income has been severely slashed so i mean yeah. that's that part makes me upset you know in terms of like canceling things but also you know that's what's so tough about this is you know but you what do you do like you got you got you got to nip it in the bud and you, you can't just let it continue and just thinking about sports and the travel like the amount of people getting on airplanes and the people that travel with these teams like it's just kind of wild to think about how like sports leagues are like the perfect carriers for something like this. Right. Like just the constant travel, the different interactions, the amount of people that travel, the amount of people that get in close proximity of each other for these events. Like it's, it's kind of nuts. So like, you know, when you think about it like that, it just makes all the sense in the world for them to just, Hey, we just got to shut things down and, and get this under help try to do our part to get it under control. Yeah. And let's talk about, a little bit what this means for us so we at mavs moneyball are going to continue putting out content we're going to talk about this we're going to talk about sports in relation to coronavirus we're going to continue to talk about basketball as the news comes up we you know do this for fun uh that can't be stated enough i think sometimes fans um think that that you and me and really more me because i'm just more of an asshole online but I th think that we think we're special because we have this platform. N no, we do it because we love basketball and like talking with, with fans and really, you know, just covering the game. Like being a part of a community is really, really fun. 
Um, I, you know, I, I made the joke on my Facebook to, tonight that a, you know, being a loser in high school absolutely prepared me for social distancing, uh, which is, you know, what everybody's recommending now in terms of staying away from people. Like I can be by myself and with my family and be just fine, but I really like talking about the Mavericks. So we're going to keep coming back and talking about sports in the context that we can and what we know. Uh, I think you and I both hope that that the season is resumed so far as it's safe to do so. Uh, these Mavericks have been a lot of fun. Um, you know, I, this is disappointing, but I'm glad they seem to have made a firm decision after days of not really, you know, being willing to do so. Yeah, it, it's it, it kind of thinking more about it, it kind of boggles my mind that as soon as Gobert felt ill that they played these games tonight like because they knew before we knew like at least in terms of like the nba and the jazz knew that he was sick before these games tipped off like you know as of like last night i know it's hard to stop the machine from turning but that's another thing i was just thinking about but yeah for us we're gonna try to just react as we can and shift into like off-season mode but we want to still be around and be a source for people not a source but just like a place like a community for people you know i know we dog on our commenters a lot but there's a lot of commenters you know we got a nice little community you know in terms of chatting and sticking together and and spending time with each other so we still want to foster that and just have a place for people to go to while, while they're while they're dealing with this so you know we'll do our best to not stick our foot in our mouths in terms of talking about this uh kirk i think you did a really good job uh, being pretty rational and level-headed about this and but so we'll just keep trying to do that and write about what happens and we'll just see what comes next uh, there's not really we don't have a plan for this in the Mavs Moneyball like editor guide like this is so we're just kind of going on this uh freelancing a little bit sounds like fun for us all right guys we'll be back when we know more we'll probably be back just to talk about things in general within a few days so again you know like subscribe tell your friends give us feedback we appreciate everything you guys do for us we will uh we will talk to you guys in a few days this has been josh and kirk on mavs moneyball after dark